Good morning. Uh, it's good to be with you again today. I'm trying a new location downstairs. Uh, the, I don't get enough bars. It cuts off every now and then. <clears throat> well, today uh, I want to uh, talk about us starting to figure out where we're supposed to go after seminary. Uh, but before I do that, uh, way back in the very beginning, I had a, one session where I talked about um, going to a retreat at Windy Gap. <clears throat> I'm not going to repeat that. It's probably one of the first ones I did. Um, but it's very important. Uh, I met a man named Doug Coe, who uh, was very connected with me for the rest of uh, um, my ministry <clears throat> and influenced me a lot and will come up again in future uh, talks. But today uh, we were uh, approaching the end of seminary, graduation. <clears throat> Parents were calling about every um, day we all made a decision, what are you going to do? Um, they hadn't been too happy with me going to seminary anyway. And uh, especially Becky's dad was, was so proud of me being a civil engineer and then going to ministry was not something he, um, I guess, was set thrilled about it at that time and <clears throat> even said if I would wait until the kids were grown he'd pay for me to go <clears throat> but I couldn't do it so uh, we were trying to decide what to do and some of our friends in Greenwood came to us and said we would like you to start a church here in Greenwood South Carolina and uh and as we prayed about that, the Lord said, you can't do that. I'd been president of the Full Gospel Businessmen Fellowship, and it just seemed that it would take, uh, taking, starting a church would take people away from their other churches in town. It would have used Full Gospel as a means of starting a church, rather, and that was not what God wanted. So he said, no, you can't do that. That's what we felt. <clears throat> um, but then we were confused. It was like, okay, what do we do? And so we had a few weeks that were just like, what are we going to do? I mean, we're about to graduate. Um, it was interesting. Graduation, uh, Strom Thurmond was the speaker. He, and frankly, through his office is how I got the job working with Davis and Floyd. <clears throat> but, so we were confused, and uh, we finally realized our friends were not letting go. They wanted us to do it, and they were praying that God would change our mind. And when we finally figured that out, we talked to them, and we said, look, we can't do it. And so they released us, and when they did, we've we really felt like, okay, now we can, we felt freer. And I remember we were um, 
sitting at the dining room table eating dinner one night <clears throat> and uh, the kids I don't know which one but the kids said uh, well if we can't stay in Greenwood and they like Greenwood if we can't stay here let's go back to Virginia near the grandparents <laughs> and we thought that's a good idea so uh, I said well we've lived in the in the Middle Peninsula, Tappahannock, Tidewater area, kind of um, the uh, Northern Neck area. We lived in Virginia Beach, the Tidewater area. We lived in Northern Virginia, uh, Becky and I and the two older kids lived in Blacksburg. <clears throat> and so it was like the only place, and Becky and I lived in Richmond, so the only place area of Virginia we haven't lived would be the Valley. So the kids said, well, what's the valley? So I went and got a map, <clears throat> cleared the table and showed them um, kind of uh, Lexington to Winchester, uh, everything on the west side of the Blue Ridge. And so we uh, we talked about that and we just, we felt good. It just like something kind of opened up. <clears throat> so I planned a trip, took a couple days off from Davis and Floyd, and drove up uh, into the valley and uh, actually ended up spending both nights in Harrisonburg. But during the day, after praying on a picnic table in Westover Park, I would uh, drive around to various cities, towns in the valley, from Winchester to Lexington, and then I even went across over into uh, Culpeper and Orange and uh, Warrington. Someone later asked me if I was that far, why didn't I go to Charlottesville? But I said it was way too much blue and orange for me to live in Charlottesville, having uh, been in, at Virginia Tech. <clears throat> so, uh, I looked at all these places, and I went back home, and to be honest, I had no idea. I was I was really disappointed that nothing, I had, I couldn't tell what to do. I didn't feel like God spoke to me at all, and uh, I had got, taken this trip thinking, oh, now I'll know where to go, and I didn't, and it was very disappointing to me and to Becky and the kids, and especially the grandparents. So after the trip, I felt like I still don't know what to do. But I know what the scripture says. It said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who seeks finds. And everyone who knocks, it will be open. And they said, you know, if if you give good gifts to your kids, how much more will your Father in heaven uh, do good things to those who seek him? That was from Matthew 7. So we began to seek, oh God, show us what to do. <clears throat> um and it was, uh, be honest, it was a hard time. Uh, just giving you some picture 
of, uh, of how to figure out what to do after graduation. And so, um, finally, um, about, I don't know, been a couple weeks, I guess, <clears throat> but the parents calling almost every day. And uh, finally one night, uh, I, I guess I was still in school because I came to bed late and Becky was crying. And I said, "What? Uh, what's what's the matter?" She said, "I this not knowing what we're doing is just too much." And so she got up and she said, <clears throat> uh, "Basically, I'm not going back to bed until God tells me where we're going. I have to know." And it wasn't um, a demand on God as much as a desperation from her part. I need to know. So. Uh, so Becky, I go finally go back to bed, and, and uh, for those of you that are husbands know how terrible you feel when you know you've made your wife that sad, and you can't do anything about it. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I went to bed, and I don't know when she came back, if ever. But the next morning, she was all happy and... Um, bubbly and I thought I, I thought she she's heard so I asked her I said uh, the Lord told you where we're going didn't he and she said yes he did I said well wow that's great where did he, where did he tell you we'd go she said I'm not telling you you have to find out for yourself I'll confirm it when you know you're talking about praying, seeking, asking, knocking. I, for about two weeks, it was like, what if I get the wrong place? A different place than she got. So I was praying, praying, praying. And uh, finally the Lord told me. And I'll tell you about that next time. God bless you. This is the day the Lord's made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Bye.